you are about to hear is fiction, science fiction. We make no guarantees, however, how long it will remain fiction. Exploring tomorrow. Here is your guide to these adventures of the mind, the editor of Astounding Science Fiction Magazine, John Campbell, Jr. Dreams are a remarkable thing, a remarkable power of the human mind. Freud, the psychoanalytical school, has held very important. But there's one aspect of dreaming that they deny, they overlook, perhaps. That's tonight's story. Okay. 
elimination program. Poisoned grain probably be best if it eats grain. Probably have to ask for federal aid. Not enough funds to do the job right. Oh, I'll okay the extermination and hope they can raise the funds. It's bad enough to have ordinary rodent infestation. Plague carriers the worst possible sanitation menace. Menace? Huh? Oh, it's you, Giller. How did you get into my apartment? Front door was unlocked. I'm sorry to interrupt your work. Well, I was about to stop. What time is it? That's midnight. You want a beer? I'm going to have one. Siphon and valuable grain off to make beer in these times of need. Must be nice to be a big wheel and have luxuries. Your own stove, refrigerator. You know, I haven't had beer since last May. You'll survive. You've always managed to. Trade some of that black market coffee of yours or some of those eggs from your chickens. You know, we lost all our chickens. That blood disease from the old H-bomb blast. Take a look at this. Your application for aid? Turned down. I know. Why? Don't ask me why. I... Oh, okay, okay. I'm the responsible person. I turned it down. You and I have been friends since we were kids. So what? You get a kick out of it, Lord, and over the people you've known. People who were something in the community before the doom war. People you had to look up to and say sir to. I'm sorry about your poultry farm. I'm sorry for all the poultry raisers, you included, and the beef raisers and the walnut growers, but certain things have to be rebuilt before others. Heavy industry comes first. Factories, steel and cement and fuel producers, synthetic fabric. We're your people. Good night, Giller. Write me a letter on the proper form. I'll talk to you in a few days about my application for aid. Maybe you'll change your mind. Come around. going, he'd be the biggest black market operator in California. Five bucks a piece for great A eggs, and he knows where to get it. Everybody trying to swing a deal, make money, cash in on people's hunger. I wonder if he's really gone, or if he's hanging around outside. People like him get on my nerves. I better go see him. Make sure. I want you to remember more about the falling and your friend Giller. 
Well, as a licensed general practitioner, I've been interested in the idea of public baths as an anti-radiation measure. In my opinion, it's a sound idea. But the proposal hasn't yet been put through. No baths have been built. Hmm? It'll be at least five years before the baths can be put into operation. <laughs> Interpretation doesn't quite check. Sometimes the dream isn't quite usual. If a man has a dream of the future, it's awfully hard to identify its source because the source hasn't happened yet. Tell me, Bedford, uh, you were exposed to a great deal of radiation in the early part of your life, and so were your parents. That's right. We all were. We all went through the blasts and the heavy fallout of the war, the contamination of our food, water, homes, clothing. Do you remember any unusual exposure, either to you or to your parents, radiation approaching a dangerous maximum? I, uh... Let, let me try to remember. I, I'm confused. You think I'm some sort of a freak. Stop sitting there in the chair insulting yourself. You have to make plans. Plans? <laughs> There's nothing I can do. There's no way I can stop him. Try to remember any toxic dose of radiation, especially in the earliest part of your life. Now go back to the enemy missile attack. Sirens. Can you hear sirens? You're possibly running toward a shelter. Your family running, too. Across a field, maybe. I'm sorry, Doctor. I've had all I can take. I'll see you again some other time. You're leaving? Thanks for the help. I've got to consider all this. Maybe I'm not remembering the future. Maybe it's just a false memory, a neurotic fantasy. How could we check? If it's really in the future... <laughs> What's the matter? I... I can't get up. What? I can't stand up. I'm afraid I'll fall. Doctor, now I can't even get to my feet. Well, make yourself comfortable in your chair, and we'll go on with the therapy, as I said we should. I guess I have no choice. Now, you know what we're after this time. At some point in your life, you apparently were exposed to a near-toxic dose of radiation. Wait for me! Hey, don't leave me behind! Come on back! Hey, Tony, wait for me! Hurry up! Okay, Oh, no, I wasn't hurt. They made all the tests. 
They found no sign of tissue damage, blood count okay, bone marrow unaffected, no cancerous formations. But now you know you were affected. Yes, I was affected. Now listen to me, Mr. Bedford. You still have time to re-examine your dealings with Gillard. You mean give him the bureau funds he wants so he can set up his black market operations? No, Dr. Sharp. I have my responsibility to the people of this area. Those funds have to be given to the proper applicants. Even if it means your life? Yes, even if it means my life. I'm still not going to give Giller the funds. I respect you, Mr. Bedford. I can see why the government gave you the job. I've tried to do it right. I feel proud of what I've done. The hygienic baths, evidently I'll be successful there. That alone makes it worthwhile. I don't feel too depressed. All in all, it was worth it. A lot of people died in the war. My death comes a number of years later, but, well, I can possibly consider it as a bona fide war death. With honor. Hey, look, I can stand up now. I'm on my feet. Bringing up that material about the radiation exposure must have done it. Do you intend to come back again and see me? Well, there doesn't seem to be much of a reason. I'd like to keep on trying. Maybe there's a junction of possible futures. Some point in time at which we can deflect the future that's waiting for you. Uh-huh. I'll think about it. All right, Doctor. And thanks a lot for trying. bother you, but this constitutes an emergency. I, I got... Well, well it, it's a compulsion. And it's following up my life. Sit down. Tell me about it. I, I, I have an irresistible urge to push people. Push people? Towards windows, out. What am I going to do, Doc? There was a little shrimp of a guy I pushed once, and one day a girl I was staring ahead of me on an escalator and I shoved her. She was injured. I'm afraid I'll eventually kill somebody someday. Some perfectly harmless person who never did anything wrong in his life. <laughs> future to control, and wherefore it has no fear. If you can feel fear, it means that you can sense the future. To the extent that you can sense the future, you can control it. You don't have to be stuck with any particular future. If you take the trouble to dream about the future, then you have a chance to do something about the future. If you don't like atomic wars, you have a chance to do something about it, provided you dream that it's there. Nightmare or not, you have a chance to do something. <laughs> 